You're listening to The Fully Occupied Show, presented by Occupier. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. we got a good show for you today. Lydia Winkler, co-founder and COO of RentCheck, is joining us. They're a New Orleans-based startup. They've been around for about three and a half years or so, um, and they've grown to about 140,000 units on their platform. They have a SaaS platform that uh, multifamily and residential owners use to uh, track inspections uh, of their rental properties. Uh, has a user interface that's used by the tenant uh, to record videos that helps uh, uncover anything uh, on the inspection uh, for rent turnover, uh, lease turnovers for uh, multifamily and residential tenants. They're uh, a cool company. Lydia is a very uh, sharp entrepreneur, and we had a great conversation, and we hope you enjoy. Thanks. Hey, Lydia, welcome to the Fully, Fully Occupied Show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Matt. Yeah, Gordon uh, recommended you back uh, when he, he did an episode last year, and uh, I'm glad we finally were able to make the connection and get you on the show. Me too. Yeah, happy to be here. Cool. So, uh, what's your deal? Give us the give us the uh, the background, the intro. Absolutely. So, again, my name is Lydia Winkler, co-founder and COO at RentCheck, and we are a property inspection platform that enables property operators to capture property and condition data uh, while reduce expenses by empowering and involving residents in the inspection process. And it all, it all started actually while I was in law school, and that's how I met Gordon. So after my first year of law school, I decided to move apartments. 30 days came and went, and I never got my security deposit back. I was really frustrated by that situation and thought it would be an injustice for me not to pursue it. So I represented myself, sued my landlord in small claims court, and I won. And the reason I won was because I took meticulous photos of the move out condition of my apartment. But that whole process took well over a year and a half. And I realized not everyone has the time, education and funds to sue their landlord in small claims court. And 30 percent of all renters will have a dispute with their property manager or landlord over a security deposit each year. And so then a few months later, I was in business school at Tulane and met my now co-founder who had been a landlord for over a decade. And he experienced similar problem, but on the opposite side, how capturing property condition data is cumbersome because he physically has to be there or pay someone to be there. And also it was an archaic process of using a piece of paper um, and it's impossible to use written words to accurately verify what you've seen with your eyes because that's subjective, which creates disputes, lawsuits, the yep. experience I had. And so RunCheck was born. Cool. Um... So tell me what it was like trying to build a startup while you're in like school. Yes. Um, it was, it really, you know, sort of took off while I was in, I did my JD MBA at Tulane and I, I front loaded law school, not knowing I was going to start a company, which was a, a good idea. I didn't realize. So I, I took as many law school classes as I could my first two years. So then my third and fourth year in business school and half and half in law school and business school with a lighter load. Um, and just, I, you know, I, my co-founder and I, we sort of discussed the summer going after our first year of business school, we could either get jobs or create our own. 
And we've, we've decided to bet on ourselves. And here we are three and a half years later. Cool. So let's, uh, let's break it down a little bit. So your experience as a tenant was obviously frustrating because, you know, you're, you're out this money that you obviously are entitled back. And what was the landlord's beef at the time? The, were they just hoping that you just walk away and forget about your security deposit? Was there damage to the property? How, like how, I'm sure this happened, like you said, 30% of renters go through this pain and suffering every time they move. Like what, what was the kind of the, the impetus for, for that whole, you know, process kicking off for you legally? So the, my, my landlord at the time just assumed I wouldn't, I wouldn't fight it because the effort is typically not worth um, the security deposit for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, it took me a, a year and a half to navigate that legal process and finally get my day in court. Uh, but, but, and, and so there was no damage. My, my landlord just assumed that they could get away with it. And that's not all landlords, but it is some of them. Um, and it happens to more renters than it should. And with our platform, we add transparency to the security deposit deduction process because you can see exactly what the unit looked like at move-in and move-out, and you can even compare side-by-side. Side. So there's no discrepancy over the change in condition. Cool. So the it sounds like you serve both sides of the ecosystem, the, the renter or the occupant, and then also the, the, the owner of the property or the complex. What... Um, like if I'm put, put me in the seat of the user as a tenant, like how does the walk me through how it works? I sign a lease and then what happens? You sign a lease and your property manager sends you a request through rent check to complete a movement inspection. And through our app, you're guided through your apartment, stand in front of the fridge, take a photo, open the refrigerator, take a photo. Are there any cracks in the drawers? Um, complete step-by-step from every crevice of the unit, floors, ceilings, windows, walls. There's no guessing of what am I supposed to be taking pictures of. Once the inspection is done, you as the resident sign off on it that you completed it accurately and honestly at that location. The property manager reviews it, also signs off on it, or they can request a revision. Um, and then you have access to it throughout the duration of your lease. So it also empowers you to take better care of the unit, which property managers love because you know this is what it must look like when I move out if I want my full deposit back. Do you, do you also have an opportunity to like say, hey, like the fridge is busted. This is the picture I took of it when I moved in and now look at it. Can you come fix it? Does it help with like those types of requests? Yes, so it's not just move in and move out. We also have periodic inspections and things like maintenance checks. For example, especially our customers in the Southeast, they're sending uh, monthly maintenance checks where the resident is prompted to take a picture of the old air filter and the new one to actually make sure it's been changed because HVACs are the most expensive uh, appliances to repair and replace. And this is an easy thing that residents can do to mitigate that. So it's all about preventative maintenance as well to with the goal of decreasing turn time in between residents. Cool. And then so talk about like the scale of, of this. I would imagine that um, if I'm like a huge multifamily owner, this makes a ton of sense because I could now ensure like more efficiency across a large portfolio. I could probably drive costs down pretty significantly. 
um, and then like end up with a better product to market the next tenant because I've been proactive in kind of managing it. Um, does it also work at the other end of the spectrum for like mom and pop, like one-off landlords? Like say I owned a condo unit in Boston and I had tenants in there and they turned over every year. Is it, is the value prop the same? Yes. So we work with everyone, you know, you with one unit in, in Boston to, uh, major multifamily partners that have 20,000 units across 20 markets. Um, and the ROI is the same and all, not just multifamily units, but also single family homes as well. We even have mobile homes on our platform. So we're in all 50 states and work with everything from mobile homes to penthouse apartments. Um, how, how, like how hard is it to get tenants to adopt it? Because I think this is like a, this seems like a very obvious thing for me to like want to use as a tenant, especially if I'm like checking all these boxes and covering, um, you know, myself when I want to get my security deposit back. Is it, is it like free to the user and like they, they all they have to do is just follow that like prompt guide that you, you, you mentioned? Yes. So it's, it's free for residents and ha- uh, residents that are sent an inspection request by their property manager, we have an 80% completion rate. And how we achieve that is through messaging and reminders. So we handle all of the reminders to residents uh, about the inspection, when it when the inspection is due, um, how long they have to complete it, but also why it's important. This is for their benefit. This is to ensure they don't get docked for damage they didn't do. And it gives the perception, because we're a third party, oh, my property manager, my landlord cares about the unit condition because if there is something wrong with the unit, I'm documenting it. So it puts them on notice as well. So it helps build trust between residents and their property managers. I mean, you kind of use it from the landlord perspective as like a retention strategy, right? Like you're providing this awesome service to the occupants. Why would they ever leave if you're constantly making sure that they're aware of like things that they need to be doing in the unit? Is that kind of part of the sales pitch as well? Exactly. Yes. I mean, increasing resident satisfaction certainly helps property managers. Yeah. And then the, the other, I mean, the, the major ROI is, and this is across the board when it comes to real estate, is labor shortages are here to stay. Um, and when it comes to maintenance, you know, residents want things fixed yesterday. Um, and so anything that can be done to prevent maintenance issues from becoming more expensive or lethal, um, is crucial when it comes to, to leasing, um, and resident satisfaction. And and we help enable that. And the resident is there anyway. Um, the feedback we've received is these inspections that are done by residents are as good, if not better than if the property manager were walking the unit with the resident themselves. And it makes a lot of sense. If you're a property manager or someone on the maintenance team or operations team, you might have to look at 10 units in a day. So you're really zooming through, but the resident has is able to take their time. It's their home. They they take great pride in it, or they should. Um, and they're again, they're they're already there, and they want to be left alone. That's the other piece of it. Um, again, I mentioned eighty percent of residents that are sent inspection requests by their property managers using RunCheck completed on time. We're trying to get that number higher, but still, you know, the feedback we've received from residents mostly is just they want to be left alone. They they don't want to leave work early to let somebody in or have to deal with the scheduling back and forth um, to have someone do a routine inspection when they can yeah, do so it themselves. Makes life easier for them. And it also, I mean, touch on that labor shortage a little bit. Um, are, 
are you seeing that? Well, obviously, like the having the tenant do the inspections themselves just like gives more bandwidth to the people, the property managers, then they don't have to handle as many inspections. But why is there a labor shortage in the property management space for multifamily? So, you know, what, from what we've seen, a lot of our partners, you know, they haven't been able to see some of their units in years, especially in light of COVID. They haven't had the bandwidth to do these routine inspections or lease renewal inspections. And they didn't because of COVID. And now they've just been in the rhythm of not doing them. And so for the first time, as they've onboarded with RentCheck, they're getting access and visibility into these units for the first time in three to four years, uh, which That's is wild, wild, which is wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. absolutely wild. Um, and it's not like they can create, you know, six full-time employees out of nowhere to visit six buildings, you know, on a monthly basis. So, yeah. Totally. Um, do you have like a wall of fame of some of like the worst apartments that have ever been inspected in your platform? I would love to see some like the, some of the, the the bad experiences that landlords have. And I guess part of that question is like, what's the most common, what's like the most common thing that like an owner will find like through like reviewing the inspections on your platform? Um, most common. I mean, the one of the, I think, like an unexpected, happy uh, consequence of, of rent check is we get a lot of, sometimes we get a lot of requests for extensions, uh, inspection extensions, because they want to clean more. So they don't want to take pictures of a dirty apartment that their landlord or property manager is going to see. So it really forces people to clean, which is great. Can Obviously, property can managers. Can you more weeks so I could tidy up? <laughs> like Exactly. We get that. We've gotten that a lot, um, which is great. Um, which is, which is really great when it's, you know, cleanliness related. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it definitely prevents hoarding. Like you can't, you know, do that. You can't hide that. Um, we've had a few instances recently with, uh, pet birds. Like all of a sudden we see these pet birds in, in apartments, which is pretty fun. And the resident will comment about it. Like, this is my bird. Um, <laughs> And that's, that's been pretty funny, but I mean, it's, it's fun. It's, you know, everyone, it's a relatable issue. You know, everyone has rented a home before everyone gets, gets the problem that we're solving. Um, and how can, you know, we're just bridging that gap and making it less adversarial between property managers and, and their residents. Yeah. Is there an application here for like home purchasing as well? Like the inspection process for, Buying a home, obviously, it's much more intense when you actually have to like pass an inspection based on local laws or whatever um, to get a mortgage. Is is there is there a, like a parallel like universe where that could come into play? I think there's certainly could be. Um, you know, we're we're through SaaS platform, like we're not registered home inspectors. Anybody can use our software. So maybe yep. if if laws enable for non home inspectors to do those inspections. Sure. But for right now, we're, we're heads down focused on residential and like the rental industry as a whole. Cool. So tell, tell me a little bit about the company's growth. Like what, what are, um, what have you guys been able to achieve? How, you said three and a half years ish. Yeah. So we, we started in, in May of 2019. And since then we've grown to 140,000 units on our active units on our platform. And again, 
all 50 states, everything in from mobile homes in rural Kansas to penthouse apartments in San Francisco. Uh, all walks of life use RentCheck. We're really proud of that. We're in English and in Spanish. Great grandparent tested. Like we have 98 year olds that are using this and using RentCheck, uh, which is great. Really value creating a product that is accessible to to all walks of life in all stages. Um, and yeah, we're growing. Our team is about 20 people right now. Uh, we're headquartered in New Orleans. We have a few folks that are remote, um, but it's been it's been a fun journey so far. Yeah, what was COVID like for you? Because obviously you started in less than a year in, all of a sudden it was like, hey, you know, no one's leaving their place. Um, you mentioned that it had a weird effect on the property managers themselves because they weren't able to like access the units, but as a company, was COVID a catalyst type of event for your growth or was it something where you were like, oh shit, like this is not good. Like what sounds like you, you, you made your way through it obviously cause you're continuing to grow and you got a ton of units on the platform, but talk a little bit about what that was like. Yeah. So COVID, I mean, for everyone was interesting, but for us, it was a catalyst. You know, a lot of the Questions we got early on were residents won't do these inspections. You know, property managers said residents aren't going to do these inspections. And COVID happened and property managers were on the hook to get inspections done. You know, lease renewal inspections, periodic inspections, et cetera. And they didn't have a way to do them. And so all of a sudden they turned to us and said, you know, now we have to try this tool. And they did. And that really proved that residents can and will do these inspections. And so in the first, we grew about a thousand percent in the first 15 months of the pandemic Whoa. because of that. Amazing. Uh, what what are, timing. Yeah. Like what, what are some of the lessons that you've learned so far? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so many, so many early on, I think you've got to earn the right to expand, whether that's in, in adding, you know, product features, um, even team, you know, really hone down on what your core value is and your core product, you know, and for us initially it was, it was move in and move out inspections. And then we added periodic inspections and maintenance checks. Um, and we started mostly in the single family space and now have grown into multifamily. And to do that, we needed, you know, more product integrations and which has been really exciting, but again, earning the right to expand has been the major major lesson. One, one funny sort of anecdote from COVID is one night, like I woke up and all of a sudden we had 40, 40 people from Australia sign up for run check. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like we're going international. <laughs> cool. And so then I started doing sales calls and I was the only one, you know, the rest of my team was product and engineering. And I was the only one doing sales at the time. We were six people. And I started doing sales calls 6 p.m., you know, to one in the morning to accommodate Australia. And which I was still working, you know, normal U.S. hours the rest of the right. day. So I wasn't sleeping very much. But what I learned was Australia wasn't the best market for us at the time. Like very different in terms of real estate nomenclature, how they talked about the rental industry and residents versus landlords and handled the security deposit process. Um, so again, that was a lesson learned. Of, although this might sound like a really cool opportunity, it isn't the best use of my time. 
at that stage of the company. Like I'm better yeah. off going after all of Massachusetts than Australia. Yeah, totally. I mean, you get yourself into these situations where you're like, oh, this is revenue. It would be nice to get these customers and we get some cool feedback from them. But then when you realize like, oh, there's a completely different local way of how companies and, and, and individuals do real estate that we'd have to divert all of these product resources to building out like Australian functionality. And then once you kind of get yourself down that like slippery slope, you're like, well, we got to sell this now. So let's, who else is in Australia? And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, like now we're kind of like putting, you know, putting too much emphasis on like going after something that you hope is there when it's a huge, it's a huge enough market, <clears throat> excuse me, in North America that you could probably, you know, run that to ground before you start going international. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, awesome getting to know Renchak and you. Let's um, let's spend a couple of minutes on our uh, fast five fire questions here. I know we sent you some in advance, but I'm gonna I'm gonna change a couple of them up on you just to keep you on your toes. Um, what is your favorite childhood TV show? Ooh, I think Boy Meets World. It's a good one. Good one. Yeah. Um, I used to watch that all the time. <laughs> what, was the, yeah. what was the neighbor's name? Mr. Feeney? Yep. Yep. Yeah. He always had sage advice. Um, okay. Uh, what, what's your What's your one favorite hobby uh, or interest outside of um, solving people's uh, rent uh, inspection problems? I like to play tennis, and I recently have taken up squash, which has been really fun. Yeah. It's a good workout. It's a great workout and it's, it's a smart person. It's like the chess of sports. I'm convinced. Yeah. The strategy behind it and hitting it off the wall, the physics. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I have little kids and I try to get them into squash and it's, it's great because it actually has to help. It makes them think, um, a little bit more than just like using a racket and smacking something. So, but that's also fun too. Um, uh, if you, we're given like a airline ticket anywhere in the world, like right now, like, and they told you you had to just drop everything and go somewhere. Where would it, where would that be? Bhutan. Bhutan. I want to wow. go hiking in Bhutan. Yeah. Have you been there before? Or is this just like a bucket list thing? Never been there, you know, and I feel like it's, they've, it's now easier to, to go there in terms of tourism and, just there's yeah it seems otherworldly i want to go there you should just mark it in the calendar and you know commit to it <laughs> i will yeah maybe i will after this i'll look at flights so when you get back from bhutan and you're like okay i need to just like chill out for a little while and sit on the couch and watch some netflix like what's your guilty pleasure dessert that you're eating while you're while you're binge watching your favorite show Ooh, you know, I don't know if it's dessert, but, and I, I, I do carry shame and a few of my close friends know this, but my, I think my guilty, my guilty pleasure is Subway. I was just talking about Subway with somebody. What's your go-to sandwich? Oh, I usually get a flatbread with like pepperoni, pepper jack, pickles, jalapenos, sriracha, heat it up. And then I feel ashamed after 
Yeah, you feel immediately guilty. But you know what? Like I saw an article recently that the question was like, is Subway healthy? Because obviously their whole marketing campaign is like eat fresh, it's healthy stuff. But I don't know. Very debatable. <laughs> I think our the bread, Subway bread in the United States isn't can't be sold in Europe because it's classified as cake or something. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's, it's not actually bread. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bread. <laughs> Oh, but it smells so good when you walk by a subway. Um, it's hard to. I know. They trick you. They trick you. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, Lydia, it's been great getting to know you on the show and um, hearing about the amazing company you're building. Um, this is how we found you through Gordon. But like our final question is always like, who, who are a couple of people you think we should invite onto the show? Lindsay Martinez. CEO and founder of Taurus. She'd be great. Cool. We'll, we'll, we'll reach out to her. Awesome. Yeah, I can connect you. Cool. Well, Lydia, thanks for your time. It's been great. Um, if our audience wanted to find you or find RentCheck, how would they do that? We, um, our website is getrentcheck.com. And I'm Lydia R. Winkler on Twitter. And you can also reach out to me on LinkedIn as well. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Lydia. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Take care.